How do you decide which heifers to select or sell? Visual inspection alone leaves a lot to chance. Back your hunch with Inherit Select from Zoetis. You gain valuable predictions including cow fertility, size and soundness, feed efficiency, growth and carcass merit, as well as easy to use economic indexes. This improves your selection, breeding and marketing decisions. Request a call at InheritProgress.com and ask about free TSUs to get you started. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are back with book number eight. No, nine. nine. We're on number nine. Yeah. How could it be? We're flying through. And it's called Racing Hearts. Not Love on the Run. Not like, Love on the Run. Like the last book that lied to us. Yes. <laughs> the little teaser in book number eight um, told us that the book is called Love on the Run. Yeah. But it's not. It's not true. It's called Racing Hearts. Mm. And uh, how can we describe this cover, which is the first cover that doesn't have a Wakefield it on it. It doesn't have a twin. Yeah. yeah. It's a twinless cover. Mm. It's still pretty good, though. Oh, it's one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> and it's our first vision of Lila. Oh, amazing Lila. Yeah, though she's wearing. She's kind of a bitch in this. Though. Oh my God, she is evil. Yeah. She is absolutely yeah. vile. Why won't you let me love you, Lila? <laughs> <laughs> Why must you be so terrible? Oh, um, and she's wearing a kind of slightly, it's not exactly a sexy, glamorous. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's knitwear. Like, it's like a lavender Sort of a fair oil jumper. Jumper, yeah. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's quite cool. It is. But not, it's not the way you'd expect somebody but like that. It's Lila. always like, Lila is so sophisticated and wearing the latest Parisian fashions mm. and all this. And it's like, would she wear a fair oil jumper? I don't know. Mm. Maybe she's going skiing or something. Oh, yeah. It does sort of look like something my older sister knitted in about like 1985. <laughs> <laughs> well, the timeline's about right there. Oh, true. <laughs> um, but she's not alone. She's not. She's Good old uh, Roger Barrett is there with he's a hand on her shoulder looking longingly at her. And he's got his, he's not wearing his glasses, no. but he's got them tucked Just kind of into his, the neck of his, of his top. His t-shirt is like, why? No one wears the glasses like that. I know. <laughs> That's ridiculous, carry on. Um, so uh, Lila's just looking very smug mm. and pleased with herself. Yeah. And uh, Roger gazes. Gazes longingly. Mm. Not much else he can do. Okay. So, no, there isn't. And so the the cover line is, can Roger melt Lila's icy heart? Then we move to the back and, uh, oh, <coughs> the little tagline for the back is, love on the run. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I just coughed. And now, <coughs> Anna is choking in surprise. <laughs> I really am. It's too much for me. What is happening? Oh, my God, it is love on the yeah. run. So, I understand what they were at with this messing with us so here's the blurb Roger Barrett has always had a hopeless crush on glamorous wealthy Lila Fowler the only attention Lila ever pays to him though is to make fun of him in front of her friends gosh she's a giant bitch can say that but, but Roger has internalised her snobbery this is not part of the blurb by no, the way this is just Anna going off on one <laughs> um, it continues it continues but why shouldn't she he thinks after all He's clumsy and shy and works secretly as a janitor after school. When Roger wins the qualifying heat for a big race, 
He becomes a school celebrity overnight. And to his surprise, even Lila starts to chase after him. But Roger knows if he runs in the race finals, he'll lose his job. Will Lila still notice him when he's no longer a star? (gasps) Well, I could break it to you brutally, (laughs) Roger. No, because she's history's greatest monster. She's terrible. (laughs) She is an awful, awful, awful person. And uh, so was her best friend. Mm. And um, the book begins with Jess admiring herself again. Now, (laughs) we were delighted to get a, a shout out uh, recently in an episode of a great podcast called uh, Tomorrow Never Knows yeah. by a uh, friend of the show, Charlotte Riley. And uh, it was a brilliant episode and it involved talking about like selfies and, um, you know, using selfies as a way of reclaiming yeah. your sort of your power. I think I think that even, you know, which it was a really good argument, but I think we can safely agree it is a good thing that Jessica Wakefield is operating in the days before selfies. <laughs> Pre-selfie day. It would literally be nothing else but her. It would be just a constant Instagram stream of her face. Yeah, she does not need to reclaim, you know, control of her own image. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's amazing. Yeah. As it is. <laughs> too amazing. She doesn't need any encouraging. And this time she's admiring herself in the mirror. But this time she's wearing mm. her mother's chocolate brown suit. <sighs> Why? Ugh. Why, Jess? Why? Just... What, what, Alice? what was Alice thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine being this boxy. This is her. <laughs> no, being boxy number. Um, and Jess, uh, Liz brings up, you know, the, the whole Bill Chase business from the last book in yeah. which Jess really tormented him and then used him and then got humiliated when he got chosen to be a... Uh, uh, like a, a, mo- a movie star, a, a star. Like I don't think anything ever actually comes of that. I'm no. aware of saying that now after previous episodes. Yeah, no. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. It doesn't either. actually. Yeah. But um, she doesn't care. She rejects the idea of Bill, and uh, she dismisses the idea of hanging out with Kara because it's also juvenile. Yeah. She's got plans. She does. <laughs> and uh, tell us about what her plans are. Yeah. So she kind of she lands down at breakfast one morning and says to Ned that she wants an after school job in his office. Because Jessica has decided she's going to be a hotshot lawyer. Just like that. Yeah. And that's how it works. (laughs) Get a job in the office. Yep. And uh, the next day, I have this in all caps in my notes. It's raining. Oh my God. It's raining in Sweet Valley. (laughs) No one knows what to do. Kara stays home. She does. (laughs) She's convinced the rain would aggravate her budding cold. So she stays home. <laughs> Never move to Ireland, Cara. Oh, you would not survive. You would not make it through primary school. Oh and my this god! Is what made you stay at home? Oh, but reassuringly, uh, Jessica's hair is frizz proof, so she still looks fantastic. Oh, so that's, good. That's, that's I believe huge relief. Oh yeah. my god! Um, <laughs> Lila is uh, wearing about her own hair, but of course it looks amazing. Of course, it's it huge does. waves. Yeah, the rain has added a fullness to her wavy hair mm. that Jessica could seldom achieve with her curling iron. So I guess well. that's one up on Jessica. I don't know. Mm, well, no, I think it's one. Up. I think it's yeah, Lila. Yeah, yeah, it is. She's got good hair. Yeah, good for her. Good on you, Lila. Even though you're, <laughs> even though you're a terrible monster. Great hair. <laughs> <laughs> Do look good. Um, so Jessica surprises Lila by revealing instead of going to the dairy burger after work, she's going to work. Or after school. After school. <laughs> work. Sorry. She is, she, and she could go after work because she says her job ends at six, so she'll still have plenty of time for her social life. Yeah. I suppose, does school just end really early in America? I think it actually does. They or at school at like six in the morning, something ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And actually, Roger is going to practice, later on in the book, sorry oh, yeah. to, to spoil things, but he has to go to like a 
race pra- mm. running practice and it's at half two. Yeah, that's so early. Like, like that like, is over an hour. That yeah. is an hour before I finish school. Yeah. Like, and that's where the practice starts. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so she will have plenty of time. And Lila asks her, is she going to, uh, oh, surely she's not going to miss the Bart. The Bart dance. Yeah. I swear, every time they say that, I'm just like, do the Bart. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're a few years ahead of their time. I know. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's it's not the Bartman. No. It is the Bart Names Memorial Mile. Yeah. It's a race that is the talk of this area of in Southern California, California, I guess. And of course, Jess is going to go to it. Yeah. And uh, Lila spots Roger Barrett introduced in the last book. And she is absolutely vile. Like literally just pointing and laughing at him. Literally. It's pretty cruel. And she calls him uh, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And he's wearing sort of ragged garb. Aww. Even his socks. His socks are frayed. Oh, poor Roger. And he's a pathetic sight, we're yeah. told. Well, he falls, doesn't he? Because the floor is all He slips in a puddle. There's rain and no one knows how to deal with it. <laughs> what is this water? So he slips in a puddle and lands on his arse in front of them. Um, and uh, Je- Lila and Jessica literally point and laugh at him. Yeah. Because they're absolutely Just the worst. evil. And Je- Lila reveals that she calls him Bugs because he bugs me. Ugh. And then Jess is like, oh, why don't you give him a chance? But, but that's all a joke. Yeah. Uh, they're so terrible. They are. Like, they're just, so mean. They're really bad. Like he's, he hasn't, he's, he's the most inoffensive person yet. He's just going about his business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just likes Lila and that's a crime apparently. Uh, well, it is a crime of taste when you think, oh, well, you know, what a monster <laughs> she is. But anyway, he's really sad because of Lila literally pointing and laughing at him. But Olivia is his best pal. Yeah. And he can't, uh, he can't tell her he's a janitor because he's afraid of what he will think. And as my notes say, who can blame him the way the SVH arseholes carry on? Because <laughs> very true. <laughs> because they're such snobby bastards. They're so judgy. So yeah, like I actually don't blame him for telling him because yeah. they, they will judge him. And they, they, do. Will, they will. And it's just Elizabeth knows though because she found, she by accident. ran into him in the last book by accident. Yes. She's the only person who knows. Yes. But she's keeping the secret. We, we, we find out he wants to be a doctor but his dad's drunk, a drunk, mm. and his mother's very sick. Yeah, so she can't work. So he's pretty much kind of keeping the family afloat. Yeah, with he's his really job. brave. And it's revealed that Olivia has a job at the museum. What museum? <laughs> where, what? What? Where, where, what? Where is this museum? Yeah. The Sweet Valley Museum. Sounds like what? a lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good Lord. But then she's shown off her thrift shop skirt. Yeah. And uh, Roger has clearly swallowed the Sweet Valley High Kool-Aid because he's like, when are you going to stop start shopping at the mall like everyone else? <laughs> what the hell, Roger? Oh, yeah. Like, this is the guy with frayed socks as well. He's in no position to compare with someone's clothes. <laughs> exactly. But she's, it's clearly, he, he means it kindly oh, and yeah, she's yeah. just, she laughs at They're all. pals. It's yeah. all fine. Uh, meanwhile, Bruce is in the changing room. Oh my God. Can I just say, I love this scene so much. It is amazing. <laughs> all the Bruce on the... The Bruce running scenes are incredible. They are. Yeah. And a favourite word from a previous episode comes into play because there are droplets. <gasps> okay, yeah. So this whole scene is Bruce just kind of bragging about how he's going to win this race or it's like the trial race, isn't it? It's that they're the kind of practising for. Yeah, they're practising for the yeah. heats or And something. he's kind of going on about how great he is and he's totally got this thing in the bag and... Mm. Um, and Todd is just getting really annoyed with him. Yeah. Uh, Understandably because of what he did to Liz like oh, yeah. two months ago. Absolutely. But like 
to me it just feels like a scene from like Top Gun where it's just like <laughs> this kind of electric fucking sexual tension between the two of them and like I kind of noted some of the stuff that they say so speaking of those droplets it's like droplets of water drip from his dark hair onto his red and white Sweet Valley running shorts oh, it's like oh, I'm under the shorts <laughs> Todd eyed Bruce coldly as he took off his soaked t-shirt like some shit's gonna happen here, you guys. <laughs> yeah, and oh, then like wow. Bruce kind of starts winding him up and saying, you know, that uh, like it's not like you could race against me and win or anything. And does like I imagine I have as good a chance as anyone. These legs of mine do okay on the basketball court. <laughs> oh, I say. Oh, this sexual tension. You just need some slow motion volleyball, and we're set. Oh my I lord. Well, so, uh, if only. I know. Seriously, like, Jesus. It's, I mean, the nearest that these books get to any same-sex activity is uh, old Tom McKay about well. 80 books later. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite ages. sweet, but, like, nothing. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. I think he just, like, likes looking at a boy playing tennis. No, oh, is that it? Yeah. So it isn't. If only they had all been getting off with each other with a locker rooms makes it a more free and easy atmosphere <laughs> but uh, anyway, Bruce is worried about running in the rain because there'll be some mud because he's a big yeah. baby <laughs> no one knows how to handle rain <laughs> yes. and, unfortunately John Pfeiffer is there boo, boo. boo. Um, but luckily he's not entering no because he thinks that coach Schultz who was their coach uh, is too hard on, yeah. on the athletes. It's this, there's all these conversations about the coach and how they think he's leaving. Oh, so boring. And it's so boring. Oh, so boring. There's so much of it as well. So oh. first of all, they think he's going to get fired because <laughs> yeah. he didn't get uh, he, he didn't get some funding he asked for. Yeah. And there's, as why not say, tedious running chat. Yeah, it really is. And it's like, oh no, I heard he's sick. And it's like, okay. Mm. And it just kind of goes on and on and they keep having these conversations later on in the book. And yeah. it's like, no one it's cares. Ne- <laughs> it's never interesting. <laughs> and then we get our first reference to Annie Whitman. Oh, yeah. Bruce says he might take her to, take her to the dance and they mm. all snigger like arseholes. And yeah, is Todd included in that sniggering then, I wonder? Yeah, they're all whistling and yeah. stuff. We don't say that Todd... Do- Todd, we're not told Todd says something like knock it off yeah <laughs> like this is not cool lads. yeah um, but Tony Esteban says I've heard she's booked up for weeks and isn't going to quit until she's had a go at every guy in the school like sorry but that could easily be describing Jessica I Wakefield. was thinking exactly the same and yet thing and no one's fucking <laughs> sneering at her, her. Yeah. this is pure classism big time yeah it is really that totally you know, she is. doesn't live in a in a fancy house in a split level ranch house yeah um and Bruce is like, <laughs> yeah, um, he's going to have fun. <laughs> um, and uh, then we're told the rain had passed through oh. Sweet Valley. As if, you know, it's just been, but now it's left forever. Forever. That's Don't worry, it. everybody. It never rained again. And all the Sweet Valley arseholes are <laughs> out in the bleachers looking at the race trials. And Bruce has quite an entrance. He struts. He struts out onto the truck. He's a dickhead. <laughs> and he's wearing tiny new red running shorts. Oh, Bruce! <laughs> oh, buddy, that was the cover. Um, Liz is joined by Olivia and Roger. And Olivia knows Roger's into running, but he's like, no, no. Um, who'd want to be parading around in their underwear in front of all these people? It's kind of a strange way to look at like a running kit. Yeah. No, I would 
Although Bruce's, Bruce's shorts are very short by the sense of things. That is true. <laughs> Leaving little to the imagination. Mm. Doesn't say that, by the way. No, we, we're just, you know, assuming. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think we can, I think we know what yeah. sort of shorts he'd be wearing. So Liz um, is sort of going, oh, come on, there's a, you win a scholarship if you win the race. But yeah. Marcia was just like, back off. She's kind of badgering him, but it's like she's meant to be the good guy because she's saying everything gently. And it's like, just fucking leave him alone. Yeah, like, he's, you're he's, obviously he's, annoying him. Yeah, he's trying to shut you down. Yeah. So Jess and Lila overhear all this. And yeah. Lila, because she is a giant raving bitch, <laughs> decides to sort of mess with Roger. Yeah. So she's like, oh, Roger, you should be in the race. Yeah, she kind of thinks he'll make a fool of himself if he Yeah, goes so she sort of flirts him into going. Yeah. And he's like, you could be Bruce. <laughs> Don't you want to be Bruce? <laughs> and uh, he does want to be Bruce. Yeah. So he decides he lent her. And even though he's wearing, like, combats. Yeah, like a, a faded, no, a red T-shirt and, like, faded combats or something. Yeah. Army fatigues. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about like an army jacket, but I suppose the, fati- I guess the trees are fatigues are like combat. Does that include the pants, trousers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, they let him on whatever he's wearing. Whatever he's wearing, because he Coach Schultz has seen him in PE. Yeah. And Lila, Cara, and Roger literally just laugh out loud at the prospect of Roger humiliating himself because they are absolute monsters. Yeah. And but then when Jess starts taking the joke a bit in Lila's expense, like, mm. "Oh, you'll make a lovely couple," yeah. Lila is enraged and her eyes. Shoot pure venom. Jesus. First written a few books ago, we had Jess's eyes flashing. Oh, emerald fire. Yeah, no, Lila's got venom eyes. Yeah, they're like right pair of snakes. Ugh. And Livia's really upset by this, but she's too intimidated by mm. uh, by Lila. She kind of, it's not even she's intimidated. She's kind of like, what is the point? They don't care what I think. Yeah. But Although she does kind of say yeah you're cruel Lila her normally pleasant voice taking on a that's Liz 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 says that also Olivia doesn't say anything yeah okay she actually says something yeah (laughs) but Lila doesn't care anyway no and then we see Todd is on the pitch (coughs) and then Bruce as my note says turns OTG old timey Uh, gangster (laughs) he says (laughs) I love it he says well 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 what do we have here (laughs) (laughs) and he mocks Roger but Roger is used to Bruce's taunts. And we're told that Bruce once told him that uh, his sweatshirt belongs in a museum. What a sick burn. Wow. Bruce. <laughs> um, but Todd tells Bruce to shut up. Thank God somebody's doing it. Yeah. Um, and the, the the race begins and Coach Schultz is like, no woman from Sweet Valley High has won this race since 1956. Who've decided he's also an old-time gangster. Yeah, I've just decided <laughs> it's just, that. It's just happening now. It's, yeah, they all are. <laughs> oh, it's all... It's, now is an amazing moment when the race begins. Because Bruce shoots to the front and as he passes Roger, he's snickering invisibly. <laughs> Snickering visibly. Like he's running, but he still has time to go. (laughs) 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 Well, Lila mocks Roger, of course. Mm. Um, Well, Roger's pacing himself, so he's at the back just kind of biding his time. And, uh, but Liz is hoping Roger wins, even though the Todd is entering. She's just like, she's team Roger. A a surprise last minute entering. I think Liz knew he was going to be in it. And we kind of find out later that he only entered the the race Mm. to annoy Bruce. Yeah. Um, But there's a bit where we're told Bruce is striding like a gazelle. Now a few books ago he was like a young lion. He's a lion. Now so the which hunter has become the prey. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> From lion to gazelle. Yeah. Um, so Bruce keeps sort of looking back and surveying the field. So no wonder he, <coughs> he's falling behind. He just keeps looking behind him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not how you win a race. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
Roger's gaining on him and because the fascists of Sweet Valley High only like winners they suddenly start cheering for him when he starts to win because they're <laughs> awful they don't like underdogs they're just like oh he's uh, winning they're so shallow oh I hate them all <laughs> um, so Olivia's cheering really loudly and Jess points out to Lila it's like if Roger wins he might be a bit yeah be hot and of course he does win he does so suddenly he's popular. <laughs> and Lila, Jessica and Kara run out onto the field because they are such shallow monsters. <laughs> I, I don't keep saying that they're monsters, but they yeah. really are. It can't be reiterated. It's enough. still accurate. Yeah. yeah. And Lila flings her arms around him. Yeah. And he, he wonders, is it a dream? And she says, it's time to wake up, Roger, because I'm very much alive and here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> weird, but anyway. Yeah. And then she blows him a kiss. Yeah. And runs off. Hmm. And then it's some more boring racing stuff. Coach goes on about like, oh, Roger, oh. you've got to join the track team. Yeah. But he can't. No, because it'll clash with his job and yeah. he needs his job to support his family. And Coach says, uh, no excuses. So Roger... Yeah, Coach kind of doesn't let him finish when he tries to explain that he can't actually go to practice. Which, and the coach is just like, I'll see you on the track. Oh, said, I'll see you on the track. <laughs> it's like, see you on the track. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> and I, I think I've said before, it is one thing I really hate and stuff where people are trying to explain something. Yeah. And, um, you know, somebody like keeps talking and instead of just going just stop just, yeah. stop like grabbing them visibly they're just like we could avoid this whole misunderstanding with yeah. literally one sentence but I'll just let them believe yeah, otherwise them. and off they yeah. go and that is what happens here yeah Um, and uh, Roger sort of decides he's going to enjoy his fame for yeah. one afternoon um, he deserves it but Olivia can't really enjoy it with him because she saw uh, Lila fling herself on him yeah. and it's just like and okay well. Olivia likes Roger but yeah. he doesn't know that so and she's she, she's just sitting there on the bleachers writing in her diary I think writing oh, about her poetry. Oh, I think that's she was, later she's writing poetry but yeah. she just goes slinks this, off there uh, she was writing about her feelings <gasps> poor Olivia yeah um, so she's sort of like oh, I'll just leave him to it yeah she kind of goes congratulations and just kind of walks off so yeah. it's like hmm. Roger is a hero to all. Chrome Dome Cooper, the <laughs> principal, calls him into the, the into this into his office. Yeah, and says he broke a rec- broke a school, a school record. record. Yeah, and they give him a tracksuit. That's right. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a blue tracksuit. Which I'm like, isn't like red and white the sweet valley? I'm so confused by color, that. Like, yeah, I was yeah. visualizing it as being red. Me too, because yeah. I know the cheerleaders are in red and white. And yeah, like, you'd imagine there'd be a pretty consistent school color scheme yes. with that type of <sighs> stuff. I know. Apparently not. No. He, Billy, he, they, they just present it. They're like, he says to, what's his secretary's name? Uh, Rosemary. He's like, Rosemary, go get a tracksuit. Yeah. Or, or sweat it, whatever he calls it. Yeah. And she just produces one in his size. Yeah. He changes into it. And uh, then uh, Lila perves on him in the yeah. cafeteria. That's right. She's like, now there's a class A bod. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know it's him. She just sees this like tall dude in a tracksuit. And she's like, oh, give me some of that. <laughs> Good well, grief <laughs> Good grief It's Roger And she's Charlie Brown It's amazing yeah, yeah. So now Roger Blends in mm. With the With the Terrible crowd <laughs> Terrible of, cool kids Of Sweet Valley And Lila's Flirting with him And even butters His bread roll oh, Not so a euphemism weird. Yeah And it totally Sounds like one But literally She's like Oh let me do that Lila said Taking the pat of butter And his knife away from him It's Ooh. like what are you doing? Yeah, in what universe is that a move? Like? Oh, good Lord. oh, it's so strange. Yeah. Um. So Bruce, she urges Bruce to congratulate, which he does surprisingly. Yeah. And then John Pfeiffer, boo, 
Mm. Um, says he wants to do a special profile on Roger. Yeah. So he starts interviewing him, but Roger like fobs the questions off. He tells the says that he started running because there's heart disease in his family, and we find out that his mother is sick because she had to ret- and had to retire for working on the on the assembly line mm. in the Patman, Patman factories. Mm, that's gonna come back in a yeah. few books time some secrets will be revealed Ooh. no spoilers anyway Lila is impressed by all this especially when Roger says he wants to be a doctor a doctor yeah because she's so shallow <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like I'll call you tonight Roger how how'd she have his number I know well, maybe we were just in the phone book I guess mm, yeah I suppose um, so Roger goes off to Olivia and she's been writing pages and pages of poetry yeah uh, <laughs> Just loves that poetry. She's she really, so, she's she really so does. Emo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and she apologises. It's kind of realistic. And yeah. she's like, she apologises for um, being a bit weird earlier. And then yeah. she says, something about, oh, you know, the blues can be useful for the arts. And they're yeah. about my great poetry. It's like, do not further that stupid myth. Romanticising <laughs> depression. Or Olivia. Yeah, do better, Olivia. Yeah. But then she, there's kind of a realistic, they, they have kind of a realistic vibe because she kind of takes the piss out of them. Yeah. Like she says, you know, the tracksuits, oh, it's a bit too jockish for yeah. my taste. But she says, oh, but you look great. Yeah. Like she's, it's she's nice. It yeah. is nice. And then Lila literally wriggles in between them. Yeah. <laughs> Like literally wiggles. Oh yeah, she literally wiggled her way oh, between wiggles. Roger and Olivia. How awkward is that? Hello. <laughs> and she whisks Roger away. Yeah. But a few days later, she's uh, she's a bit concerned because she she can't find him. He's playing hard to get. Yeah. Well, she thinks he's playing hard to right, get because yeah. actually he's fucking he's busy, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's got stuff to do. He's got to do, he's got to do his homework. He's got to do a job. Yeah. So he's not showing up for practice. Mm. Um. She says she really likes him because they had a good chat on the phone, apparently, and he did a good impersonation of Miss Dalton. <laughs> it seems like I'm a really un-Roger move, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we have no indication to the sort of person who like does impersonations of teachers. Yeah. And we never get to see that impersonation. No. <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, she's gonna she's she's into him and she's gonna get him to go as her date to yes. the Bart dance. To the Bart dance. <laughs> Everybody do the part dance. My sister had that single on tape. Oh, nice. A cassette single. Cool. Uh, oh, that should be our theme music for this episode. Yeah. Um, but Coach, there's more boreal coach. Ugh. He gives out to Roger about showing up to practice. Yes. Yeah, because I suppose the coach has been expecting him to show up all and he, week. And, and he just like, hasn't. No show from Roger. Uh, and uh, the coach is genuinely concerned. He's just like, look, you could get a scholarship. And the last guy from Sweet Valley High who won this scholarship did really well. This could be you. Mm. But Roger, it's actually quite sensible. He's like thinking, I'm probably going to get a scholarship anyway. Because he probably is. Yeah. Because he is in a terrible system where you have to, you know, pay 70 grand a year to go to college. But, you know, you can get scholarships. And he probably is going to get one. It can be done. Yeah. So he's... uh, He's thinking, well, I can get a scholarship without sacrificing the job, but this way I'll definitely lose my job. So yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. And then we find out Lila has written a poem about him. Oh my God. Can you share <laughs> the poem? I believe it's on page 84. Okay. It's quite something. 
Oh, this is it. Yeah, because Lila, she wanted to run it in the Oracle. Yeah, and Olivia but your turned friend it down. Olivia rejected it. Oh. I'd like you to hear it. Okay, so Lila reads this poem aloud <laughs> to Roger, and I again can only apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Barrett, a boy so fine, his speedy running is so divine. In school too, he is very smart. He'll walk away with the trophy at the Bart. In everything, he operates at the highest stratum. We at Sweet Valley are so proud we have him. Oh, <laughs> my God. I mean, you know. Oh. And even Roger's <laughs> love for her can't, like, she knows this is terrible. Strat him and have him. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lila, oh, I'm sorry. the scansion, the please, scansion. Please don't. <laughs> so we sort of relieved, like, Olivia saved Lila from herself. She really did. She did her a favour. Like. Yeah. She should have let him from herself. She should have. To make a show of herself. Um, Olivia, you're more noble than I am. Um, so Lila invites him to join her in her pool after practice, but he can't, and his rejection makes Lila angry. Oh. And uh, actually, we haven't been talking about the subplot because meanwhile, Jess. Yeah, so she. Because it's going to start coming together soon. So it we better does. fill people in. Yeah, so back, as we kind of mentioned near the start, she's after asking Ned for a job uh, after school in his law office. Yes. So and she yeah. thinks she's going to be like Joyce Davenport. Yeah. Hill Blues. I don't remember Joyce Davenport. I, in neither Hill do Blues. I. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I don't, my main memory of Hill Street Blues is just the music which every child in the 80s learned how to play. On the <laughs> so brilliant. Um, then she decides she doesn't like criminals so she wants to do civil law. Mm. And it turns out that uh, yeah, Ned is working on a case against George Fowler. Some citizens of Sweet Valley are beginning to stand up and fight against the Fowler power. Yeah, fight the the power that be. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she kind of goes into the job expecting it to be all glamorous and that she'll basically be Ally McBeal or something. But it's like, no, you're doing some photocopying. Yeah, which is what you do. I did work experience (laughs) when I was in college Mm. that was just doing the photocopying and the... That Frank stuff needs letters. doing, like, someone has to do it. Yeah, Jess, get over yourself. <laughs> but then she goes to, she meets a hunk. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess you work here. She's like, how do you know I work here? Because you don't have a pocketbook. Yeah. It's like, it's what, the 40s? Or it's, I don't know. Uh, it, they just mean handbag, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so he's this this genius. Yeah, he's like Sherlock this Holmes. six foot two, hunk, handsome man called Dennis. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Another Dennis. Oh, <laughs> oh we have, um, a real Dennis. Um, he's he's more of an innocent Dennis, and he's yeah. he's um, he works at his dad's ad agency. Yeah, which is across he, the hall, I think. From yeah, and because he lives office. in the fifties, he's like, oh, you're training for the secretarial <laughs> life. Yeah, fuck off, Dennis. Yeah, it's like nothing, <laughs> like nothing wrong with being a secretary, but like really, you meet a girl like, working law, yeah. and you think that that's straight away assuming. Yeah. yeah. But Jessica's like, no, I'm going to be a lawyer. And he's like, so he's ooh, like, a lawyer. A girl with ambition. Yes, I like it. I like our boxy kid. Um, so she's like, oh, where do you go to school? And like, she's like, oh, I don't recognise you. Are you in college? Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I go to El Caro, which mm. is one of the other rival schools Yeah, that we hear of. Not, not a regular not one. one. Not as much as Big Mesa or Palisades. Yeah, anyway. exactly. But anyway, um, she's like, oh, see you soon and struts off. And he's yeah. like, oh, you could count on it. <laughs> and then a few days later, she comes up with an excuse to use their photocopier. Yeah, she kind of like... Pretends their photocopier is broken. She pretends it's broken, yeah. So she kind of formulates a reason to go across and use theirs. In to hang out with him. Creation Pauling. That's the name of the firm. Wow. Really Creation slash Pauling. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> um, so they go to a photocopy room and they're all like, panting all over each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Jess is a professional business lady. And she's like, oh. Single female lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> So they agree to meet after work in her father's office because that's more professional. Oh. So, like, 
God, fool the dude. God knows what your dad's desk, no. you weirdo. Yeah. And that night she, uh, she so they, they do. And uh, that night she fobs off Liz. But when she's fobbing her off, she remembers, and I quote, the delectable way Dennis's kisses set her neck on fire. <laughs> you need to go to the doctor like you've, yeah. you've caught something. That's, yeah, that's not good. And Je- Liz is cynical about Jess's love of work, but Jess ignores her and prances towards her desk. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm doing a bit of a prance. Just, sitting yeah, down prance. Um, and then she remembers Dennis's skills. Listen to this. He's... He's... Eager to please her, there were enough of a gentleman to realise when their passions were reaching the point beyond which they would no longer be able to control themselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very steamy. Yeah. Well done, Dennis, though. Yeah. He's a gent. Has boundaries. Yep. Um, so she decides, this is an insane scheme. She's going to keep like getting off with him in an office for a yeah. week. And decides that then she'll, he'll be like hooked under, under a spell enough yeah. that he'll see her outside the office. Like, why won't he do that now? <laughs> well, I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, uh. And then she'll, <laughs> then she'll quit her job. So that's what's been happening. Yeah, that's uh, in the meantime. <laughs> this is what's been going on with Jess. Weirdos. But then Liz has suspected that something's up. Yeah, she's not really buying that Jessica's suddenly super interested in being a lawyer or whatever. Yes, or <laughs> she's staying like, in nah. the office late. She smells her ass. So she turns up at the building, but who does she see there? But. Uh, but Roger, Roger, yeah, making the rounds, yeah. So, but she knows all already. Yeah. So this isn't know. this isn't a surprise. But then she also sees Jess canoodling. Yes. With Dennis, <laughs> and uh, um, and Jess is like, "Oh, why don't we meet outside the office?" And he's making excuses. And then they're they're on the they decide they will go out. And Liz moves like a cheetah. I saw you. <laughs> A lot of animal comparisons. There is animal kingdom up in here. <laughs> really? Um, so she hides as they leave. Um, and Dennis has all these excuses like, oh, my car my is car's in the shop. Up, or, yeah. yeah. And we're just told sort of by the by that at the moment the twins have the, the car a lot because poor Alice's business is going through a slow period. Oh, Alice. Alice. Too many Spanish tiles. Yeah. Everyone's sick of them. Well, yeah, she's probably, she really doesn't seem to have much of a rage, so yeah. it's like, probably not really surprising. Yeah. But as Dennis and Jess approach the lift, it opens and who comes out? It's Roger. And he's in his janitor garb. Yeah. And Jess doesn't say anything. No. She's shocked. Like, they obviously recognise each other, but yeah, Jess just kind of carries on. So it was too stunned. And I think yeah. Liz witnesses all this. She sees all this go so down. She knows so Jess knows. Like, oh. Yeah. So poor Roger, that night he rings Olivia and he confesses mm. all because he's like, all, all these arseholes are going to know tomorrow. Yeah. And he assumes she'll be ashamed of him, but of yeah. course she isn't. No. But he does say, which is understandable as well, he points out that like he gets all this shit for his clothes. Yeah. So imagine what a meal all these terrible people will make of this. Mm. Um, and uh, Olivia sort of, I mean... We've all seen how Sweet Valley people act, so <laughs> this is cold comfort. But she says, like, they're not your friends, and it doesn't matter yeah. what they think. Yeah. Easier said than done. They're literally pointing and laughing at him. Yeah, it's tough going. <laughs> mm. So, uh, yeah, he he says, he, and he, then he reveals about Mr. Prendergast, his boss, who won't give him any time yeah, off. Yeah, he's kind of a dick who just, like, won't let him have time off. Any to, time off. Any time off, like, ever. Yeah, and said if he even it. asks for more time yeah. off, he'll lose his job. Join a union, Roger. Yeah. Well, that's actually, well, you know, Labour law does save him. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> so Olivia vows to help him and of course she breaks his trust and goes to Liz because that's what everyone does. Yeah. Um, 
Meanwhile, there's an amazing moment where Lila's literally gazing down at Sweet Valley from her mansion. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it's such like an Alexis Carrington yes. type of move, isn't it? Just surveying oh it all. Oh my God, glittering lights. I hope there's like a billowy silk dressing gown or something. <laughs> I can only imagine. Bright satin. Oh, amazing. Um, so she decides she needs to trap Roger. Yeah. She's going to ring Jess, but Ooh. Jess isn't home yet. So she, she quickly dialed a number, tapping one perfectly manicured, frosted fingernail oh, against the receiver. Oh, She's Delilah. such a glam bitch. <laughs> she really is. Love her. Um, so, yeah, do we know why they bother having her have this phone call? Because she rings Jessica again later. So yeah. why is she going to just do it then? Anyway, uh, Jess comes home. Liz confronts, um, confronts her and says she knows all about Dennis. Yeah. And she also knows about Roger. Mm. And Jess snickers. A lot of snickering in this book, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she can't wait to spread the news. And uh, and she's such a monster that she thinks, oh, I suppose you want to put it in eyes and ears. And Liz is like, no, no obviously, obviously not. I don't. Why <laughs> yeah. would I? Oh, my God, you're awful. Um, so she's quite stern, uh, Liz is, especially when Jess is like, she's reveling, like, ha, what will Lila think if she knows the truth? Oh, I can't wait to tell her that her yeah. new boyfriend, sort of, is a sort janitor. Of. Um, so Liz just has to put her foot down basically blackmails Jess about Dennis yeah yeah that if, if she tells anyone about Roger that she'll uh, tell her parents she'll then. tell Ned that basically Jessica's just getting off in the <laughs> office <laughs> using his office as a sort of mm. knocking shop so she <laughs> <laughs> so it's the new Miller's point <laughs> uh, it really is um so Jessica vows she, she'll keep she, she won't tell anybody but then she gets her fingers crossed uh oh. It's like, oh, she feels a bit guilty, but it's just too good. Yeah. So we know she's gonna tell. Um so uh she can't but she can't she goes back to her own issues and she she can't understand why Dennis hasn't asked her on a real date. Yeah, she she's kind of expecting him to ask her to go to the Bart dance. Yeah, as why, his date. Why? His, we don't even know if his school are in it. Yeah, well, it's an inter-school race, isn't yeah. it? Like it's not just Sweet Valley, but like his school yeah. is even mentioned. And then Lila rings up. And uh, Jess is gleeful at the prospect of hooking Lila up with Roger now she knows he's a janitor. Yeah. So she gives Lila an idea. She does. So yeah, Lila's looking for some way to basically get to spend time with Roger and yeah. bag him basically. Bag him. <laughs> Whatever her devious plan is. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Jessica's suggestion is to throw a party, a retirement party for, for coach. coach Schultz. Who this is more boring rumours. Is possibly about. retiring and oh my God, who oh, cares? Or is he sick or why? <laughs> what is he doing? Who cares? As far as they're concerned, he's leaving anyway. So this yeah. would be like a going away party for the coach. So then mm-hmm. Roger will have to go because he's his coach. So then Lila will get to be the star of the party with Roger or something I don't know yeah so yeah they're, they're going to have Roger will be in. she can invite Roger as her escort and they'll yes. have to because it's like paying homage yeah. to the coach and Jessica loves this idea because she can invite Dennis and then she'll reveal the truth about Roger to the mm. crowd to humiliate Lila and then she'll introduce Dennis and be the star of the party <laughs> such a weird way of thinking all so they're such they're such peculiar people yeah it's like, like everything is so They're dramatic. Just, yes, and convoluted. Uh, needlessly, yeah. So needlessly. But like the fact that she wants, like she wants to humiliate Lila, but it'll humiliate Roger. Like cause yeah, she doesn't care. About she that. doesn't care about. That. She's been <laughs> humiliating him actively earlier oh, on in the book, pointing and laughing so at him. So mean. So um, Jessica finds out that Roger has changed his mind. He's not going to win. Well, he, it's not really hasn't changed his mind. He's just definitely not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Can't get off work. Yeah. And this messes with Jess's insane scheme. Because <laughs> so now she wants Roger to run. Yeah. Roger says, look, you know, I'm just dropping out. 
she tells Liz this. Uh, it's just it was just to prove myself, and I proved it, and now I know I can do it. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, just let me be. But it's Elizabeth Wakefield he's yeah. talking to. She doesn't know the meaning of the words leave me alone. No, she really doesn't. <laughs> so she decides she's going to get Ned involved. Yeah. And he's going to lean on Mr. Prendergast. Mm. Um. And meanwhile, Roger tells Lila that he's not going to win and asks her if that makes her feelings change about him because she's obviously been throwing herself at him in recent times. Yeah. And Lila makes it clear that obviously it would. She won't even entertain the question. Yeah, but he also comes clean about being a janitor to her. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. He's yeah. just like... And he's like, he's starting to feel a bit brave for doing it. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, I'm proud of myself. He's I'm defend- taking care of my family and, you know, I've got a job. Hmm. So, yeah, good for you, Roger. But then Lila's just like disgusted because yeah. she's awful. She's literally disgusted. Yeah. Like, as if he just said he is a serial killer or, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and kills cat and puppies or oh something. God. Um, and Roger's just defending the dignity of labour. Yeah. Go on with your bad self, Roger. Good but it's like, you. Roger's integrity was admirable, but Lila wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, you know, we know what she's like. So, integrity, big turn off. Yes. Not for Lila. Because <laughs> yeah. she is a beast. Oh, God. And Roger doesn't care. So yeah, good for you, Roger. Like, you know what? That's fine. So he goes about. He goes to coach and yeah. tells him the truth, which he really should have done ages ago oh, because God, it would yeah. have been sympathetic. Like, yeah, okay to, you I'm sure he would have understood. But anyway, it turns out the Prendergast rang already and said he's not going to stand in Roger's way because he went to school with Jack Ralston, who's yeah. the guy who won in 1956, mm. and uh, he thinks this is great. So now Roger is like, "Aha." I'm, I'm going to win and I'm going to beat the record. Yeah, I'll give Patman a run for his money. Hurrah! Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Coach reveals he's not leaving and it's just, uh, who cares? Yeah, no one cared about that in the first place. Whatever, no, Coach. it was very tedious. But they kind of keep it secret, don't they, that like Roger's actually going to run now? Yes. As far as everyone knows, he's not running in the final race. Yes, but they decide that it will be a... The uh, element of surprise. And it's actually kind of Olivia's scheme. So, so because Roger then runs up to Liz and mm. is, like gives her a kiss and Todd is like, What's going on? <laughs> um, and then Liz reveals this is genuinely quite cool. This is the one good thing that Ned ever does, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah. That his dad went to Prendergast and, like, because Roger says, Oh, Mr. Prendergast rang and he really wants me to win the race because of you, Jack Ralston. And Liz yeah. is like, No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, he's breaking the law by not giving you any time off. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he had to, and my dad reminded him. It's like, Good yeah. on you, Ned. Good for you, Ned. Yeah. Um, and uh, Liz mentions Olivia and Roger is like, Olivia. <laughs> he literally, yeah, yeah. whispers her name. <laughs> <laughs> and she's under a tree reading poetry. Oh, she's Olivia, she's such a stereotype. <laughs> um, and she, Roger gives her this big speech and this thing, their dynamic is genuinely quite charming. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah, because she's like, you never were very good at poetry, Roger. But yeah, whatever, I'll have you. And yeah, because he's like, any room for a dumb jock down here? Yeah. It's like, it's quite self-deprecating yeah, and endearing. They, like, yeah, they're both quite yeah, endearing in this. They, they seem to genuinely like each other. Yeah. And they feel like their their little badinage feels a bit more real than yeah, some of the other than like Liz and Todd's shite banter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when Olivia has the idea. Let Lila and Bruce think that Roger really has pulled out Okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah, And this is a good scheme. It is, it is. Actually, considering nearly all the revenge schemes are terrible, mm, this is good. It's actually a good one for once. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Jess still hasn't got Dennis as a date. Yeah. And she's, she's running bit, out of time. Yeah. So she's like, she actually confronts him and says, are you, she asks him to the dance. Yeah. And then she says, are you ashamed of, of me? And uh, he's like, no, no, I just can't go. And Jess is, is all scornful. It's like, do you have a, 
you have another girl, I'm yeah. just your bit in the side. And then he reveals the terrible truth. <laughs> Go on. He's just turned 15. <laughs> He's but a boy. <laughs> a mere child. Oh, so he can't drive, which is why he's been like, oh, my car's in the shop. Oh. Yeah, he's too young to get a license. <laughs> yeah. And the reason, that is literally the reason Jess won't go out with him. Yeah, it's because he can't actually, drive. Like, actually, never moved to Ireland, oh, Jess. Like, yeah. Howard can't move because of the rain. <laughs> Jess can't move because there's no 16-year-olds who could drive. <laughs> um, but, like, but, like, she really does like him. And it's literally just because he's a bit younger. It's like, oh, she and she'd have to drive him places. It's like, yeah. what? The, what? What? Yeah. So it's so terrible. She's literally crying She's as crying. she says goodbye. It's like, because she really likes him. It's like, just... So just go out with it. Yeah. Like, it'll be grand. It's like, he's not 12. No, like, you're pretty much the same age. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Oh, anyway, that's the end. Dennis, never see him again. Yeah, the end. Um, Definitely don't see him again. We're not yes. going to be made fools of again. Well, oh, God. Be careful what we say what now. See now. He's going to turn 20. Oh, Dennis, oh, Dad. <laughs> Her former child date. Um... It's birthday. Do the Bartman. Uh, five schools compete and they all have batters as they always seem to have for yeah. sports occasions and beauty pageants as we now know. <laughs> so Jess is with the cheerleaders. Yeah. We find out she's quit her job. And uh, Liz tells Todd Jess thought people would think she'd settled for a mere boy. And Liz says if this is self-explanatory it's like she would have felt humiliated chauffeuring him around everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah, of course you would. Yeah, because that's a, the most shameful thing ever. Yeah. She should feel humiliated for being a giant bitch yeah. to everyone all the time. That'll be justified. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> and then we we get a glimpse of Annie Whitman. Oh. She's dreaming of joining the cheerleaders. Oh, She's wearing yeah. a tiny mini skirt. Standing as close to Jessica as possible was Annie Whitman, wearing a mini dress short enough to make her a girl watcher's delight. Ooh, that uh, could not have been put in a creepier way. way. I know. <laughs> Everything about us. Oh, imagine this. Oh, Mr. Collins isn't there. Oh, oh. Actually, in fairness to Mr. Collins, I feel I feel mean even we're, thinking we're, about that sort of thing. I, there's yeah. no indication that's there. Actually, does. isn't. We're just uh, projecting a lot onto yes. him. You may have boundary issues, but yeah. it's not that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, poor Annie. And how come it's like? in quote, quote, unquote, slutty mm. when Annie wears a tiny mini dress, but not when Liz Wakefield's wearing one. Yeah. So, double standards, oh, man. Oh, so many double standards. So there's two heats and a final in this stupid race. And it <laughs> looks like Bruce is Sweet Valley High's only hope. Yeah. But he's loving it. He's just like, hey, hey, yeah, look at he's me. Like, I'm so great. Playing to the crowd and everything. Like, yeah, I'd say it's an entertaining sight. I'd say so. Um, um, but So he wins his heat. So it looks like, yay, someone from Sweet Valley is in the final. Yeah. But then the second teacher begins, and it's Roger! Yay! And uh, he's quite a change from the ragged-looking figure he used to be. <laughs> and Lila is, it's kind of amazingly dr- evil. Because she's like, oh, I never doubted him. Oh, I knew it was all a ruse. He was yeah. never going to not win. <laughs> so she decides her party is back on. And it's going to be in Roger's honour. A victory party. Yes, and he wins! He does! And there's kind of a good part. Uh, so he wins his heat. And then they're all going to be in the final. Yeah. And uh, with Bruce and Tony Esteban. I love it. Esteban. We've oh, got a Latino student. That's true. We do. Yeah. Okay, that's one more. And actually, this is a bit when uh, someone, oh, Bruce finished like with a good time or whatever. And his teammate Tony says, you made it, amigo. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, so near and yet so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we just oh, can't have it all. My Lord. <laughs> dear, dear. 
well, they give with one hand, they <laughs> take it away with the other. It's <laughs> just how it goes. <laughs> it's been funny. Yeah. So they're into the next, the final, and Bruce is trash talking with a rival, which is kind of great. Yeah. Um, and uh, he has a grudging respect for Roger. Mm. And then he trips, Bruce trips. Oh my God. But he keeps going. The crowd cheer him on. Yeah. Because he's, he's brave. <laughs> I mean, we have to keep reminding ourselves of the terrible way he treated, he, what he did to Liz oh in the last God. one. So, yeah. At the same time, uh, he is very entertaining. Um, so I just apologise for the very complex feelings Bruce yes, brings It's very us. complicated. We can't justify it. Just can't justify it. There's a lot to unpack there. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Roger Roger wins. Yeah, it kind of goes on for longer than it needs to. Oh, God, it's yeah. Like, it's like three pages. Like he so, wins, okay? <laughs> that's, that's all you all. need to know. That's all you need to know. And Bruce and Tony Esteban hold him aloft. Yeah, it's a new Bart record. Yeah. And he cries with joy. Aw. Why not? Good for you, Roger. And even Mr. Prendergast is there cheering him on. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're going to have some sort of like... Actually give him some holidays and, you know, yeah. sick leave and stuff. Or take you to court for breaking child's <laughs> labour laws. <laughs> labour laws. laws will stop. Yeah. And Lila turns up and starts trying to kiss him. Yeah. And go around about the party. And he's like, well, I can't make it. It's none of your business. Yeah, she's, he's like, I can't make it. So she's like, what could you be doing that's more important? She asked indignantly. Frankly, it's none of your business. Oh, Roger! <laughs> Smacked down. Yes. Oh, Roger, you're excellent. And then he goes off to Olivia and Yay. he spins her around and Ooh. kisses her. And it's quite sweet. Yeah. And she's just, and he's like, oh, you didn't come out? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm just finding my time. I didn't want to come right for the crowd. Yeah. She's kind of chill. It's kind of cool in this book, Olivia. She is, in fairness. She was a bit of a, she was a bit annoying in the earlier ones yeah. when yeah. she was deemed to be a weirdo because she ate home-grain bread yeah. and hummus <laughs> and wasn't a fan of nuclear war. Nuclear war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, who is? Okay. Um, but uh, Jess is stunned by this new romance and then uh, she says, the others won't be laughing at Roger anymore because, apparently because he's not such a bad guy when you get right down to it. Okay. You're so shallow, yeah. all of you. You are all <laughs> terrible. He's never been anything but nice to all you assholes. Yeah, and you're only, he's only a good guy. This is like when Robin became popular yeah. when she like starved herself Ugh. and started wearing so sexy clothes. Shallow. Yeah. Then um, Jess has a date with a male cheerleader. Oh. <laughs> yeah, from another school. Oh, she does, with the Springbrook cheerleaders. Yeah, we're Springbrook. That's never, we never hear of them again. Whatever Springbrook. Oh, God. Well, I can't say anything now. No, we, again. <laughs> we have lost all authority. Yeah, after the <laughs> Mandy Danny debacle. Oh, God. Um, so, anyway, Jess is happy because she's she tried to mess around with people and yeah, it didn't really come off, but oh, yeah. whatever. She doesn't really care. Um, and then Annie appears. She does. And she wants to try it for the squad. And Jess mm. is Jess is so horrible. She's just so rude. Like, just mannerless little bitch. She is such a bitch. Yeah. And she's like, because Annie's really sweet. She's Annie's lovely. Likeable. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, I think, like, is it, I heard I could try, you know, we could try, anyone could try out for the squad. And Jess yeah. is like, oh, yeah, anyone can. And thinks, even easy girls like you. It's like, uh, fuck off, Jess. Really? Also, what is the difference between yeah. her and you? Yeah. You literally have always dreamed of having a party where it's just you, you and, and like, a bunch of dudes. <laughs> and she's so, had a different boyfriend in pretty much every book as yes, well. Like, you're so. like, Sliding back car seats. Yeah. Like pot, kettle. I am not judging you, Jess, but you should not judge But Yeah, exactly. Women. Stop judging Annie. You are you awful. Bitch. And Liz wishes Annie luck and just sneers and says, Annie will just use the uniform as, quote, an added lure for boys. Like you, like don't you do. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God. Liz defends her and uh, 
Jess is just is just horrible. And she's like talking about Annie going on dates. If date is the right word for what Annie does. Um uh, again, like, seriously, <laughs> yeah, how many times can we say it? <laughs> um, and Jess says that Annie should just basically chicken out of the tryouts if she knows what's good for her. Oh, Jesus. So it's quite sinister. Yeah. Um, so what's the, give us the, give us the ending. Let's okay, know what we have so to look forward to. Yeah, tagline for the next book. Yeah. What trouble is in store for Annie? Find <gasps> out in Sweet Valley High number 10. Wrong kind of girl. <gasps> Oh, it is a classic, but it's actually genuinely oh, quite it's upsetting. It's a really horrible one. It's, it's it's on power play. It levels. is. It is. Yeah, I've fucked up. It's like actually it's... possibly the worst thing that Jess ever does. I think so. Yeah, bad and all as power play was, she yeah. actually or her behaviour kind of managed to, to top it. Double yeah. love. Remember? Yeah, yeah. But this is so severe. This is properly that terrible. she literally almost kills some. Well, I mean, it's not she almost kills somebody, no. but she bullies somebody yeah. into. A very distressed state. Yes. Um, it's not as it is straightforward. It is cold-blooded. It is really vile. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's also, as we've established, a giant hypocrite. Yeah, massively so. So just get ready for the double standards. Oh, good lord. In two weeks' time, yeah, I don't know, do your head in. I, I think, I don't know how many times we're going to be able to say the words pot, kettle and bar, yeah. but it will be <laughs> a lot. We'll need some kind of shorthand for it. Just so you know. Um, so do you have any statistics? Yes, I do. Um, yeah, they're quite disappointing, though. Oh. Uh, the blue-green eyes only mm-hmm. get three mentions. What? And the blonde hair only gets two. I know, it's outrageous. I'm speechless. Well, yeah. <laughs> I really am. That is a that is shocking. Yeah, and Jessica has strayed away again from 137. <gasps> so <Jessica. laughs> she said she's too excited to sleep this morning. I've got at least 337 things to do. Mm. So she's yeah. going up, up the scale again. She's all over the place. And, uh, and uh, in outfits, it's pretty much just Olivia oh, flying the flag some, yeah, for the she's, outfits. She's got some good numbers, <laughs> she if does, I remember right. She does. All right, so Olivia proudly showed off the floral print skirt. It was so long it nearly covered her Chinese sandals. Mm. The latest in chic from Martha's thrift shop. Goes well with the scarf, don't you think? She fingered the long strip of faded <laughs> silk tied loosely around her neck. <laughs> Go on with your... Just like stay away from revolving doors and stuff. Yeah, There's so whoa, much that can get trapped in there. Like, she's, she's too floaty for doors. Yeah, I bet she's the only customer in that thrift shop. Yeah, like yeah, that's no one, Martha's none of the sweet shop. valians buy. No, buy they go to Lizette's second hand clothes. Yeah, or Foxy, Foxy Mama. Mama. Um, yeah, so uh, mm. so she's she's the only the only real she gets the only real description outfit description. Much, yeah. Look. Oh well, it is. It's it's a classic look for Olivia. It is. It's her trademark <laughs> style. Is, yeah. And oh, I should on brand. I should have to think how Annie Whitman's outfits. Oh man, will be described yeah. in the next one. <sighs> But on that note, yeah. <laughs> we'll bid you farewell. Um, please continue to get in touch with us. Yes. Um, we did have a contact with another friend of the show who had a a theory oh my about God. Sweet Valley. Yes. I think this has to be shared. It absolutely it is so good. It's okay. mind blowing. It's genius. Yes. And it, uh, it's an elaborate, um, elaborate theory, but one which I think you will agree actually 
makes all too much sense. It does. It does. Okay, so this is Aoife Mulqueen, friend of the show, as we said. So she said, listening to Powerplay, and I have a fan theory. Sweet Valley High is a psychiatric institute for the <gasps> criminally insane. Oh, my God. Jessica slash Elizabeth is one person with disassociative identity disorder who is a patient there. Okay. Formal oh. dances are Tuesdays when they play music in the common room. <gasps> the teachers are doctors. Oh my God. Other characters are staff and other patients. PBA is group therapy and the blue green eyes are meds. Like. That is amazing. So it's I just, so good. I just pounded the table. <laughs> I made the microphones ring. I can't tell. She is just kicking stuff over in I'm delight. I'm so <laughs> stunned by this revelation. It makes so much sense. It's perfect. It's like that Buffy episode. Where yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was implied that she had really been just in, imagined like, everything. Been and, and, yeah, that kind of happens in a couple of different things, doesn't it? It's kind yeah. of a trope in TV shows and that. Yeah, it's that's like true. it's all in her head. <gasps> but I oh, love it. Thank you, Eva, because that was deadly. It was an amazing <laughs> theory. So keep your theories coming. Yeah. And actually, um, this isn't a theory, but it is something we urge you to look up. We did retweet it. Uh, other friend of the show, Ashwarya, sent us the cover of it's either the Spanish or the Portuguese I'm not sure the edition of Dangerous Love oh it's amazing it is incredible it's so good because it's totally I mean it's it's a, it's a girl and a boy in a motorbike but it couldn't be more different <laughs> that's all it has in common with Dangerous Love so um, pleasingly apparently in whatever part of the world this was mm. uh, the twins are not blonde Ooh. because Elizabeth had a dark mane she did and Todd, she looked more of a biker chick, yeah. and Todd looked like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> He'd quite the unibrow going on. Oh, the mullet. Yeah. It is amazing. It's a lot. So do go to our Twitter feed, and uh, we did retweet it a while ago, so you can see it in all its glory because it is <laughs> glorious. Absolutely preposterous. I tried to look for more. Oh, really? Of the there Spanish. must be a series. Like, yeah, hmm. and I couldn't find many other covers, okay. annoyingly, because I think it's it was the. Hemelas or Gemelas. It looked like cause the French for twin is Jumel. Oh, yeah. So I think it's just like the twins of... Or maybe that was the actual twin version, but it was it was the something okay. of Sweet Valley. It wasn't Sweet yeah. Valley High. Slightly different. Um. So, yeah, I tried to find more. Like, <laughs> I couldn't find as many as I oh, would have man. liked because yeah. the idea that there was an entire alternate like, universe. Just like completely right. parallel dimension yes. stuff. I love it. It's so amazing. Brown-haired twins. I know. Fantastic. Well, yeah, if you find any, send them on to yeah, us. Yeah, please do. If you have any international Sweet Valley covers, we want them. Yes, Especially please. Especially if they're, if they're different <laughs> from the ones we know and adore absolutely yeah you know that the artist who does them does commissions he does I'm not joking I'm oh, so tempted man. I know if, if this podcast planning out the cover an international <laughs> sensation we could get him to do our portrait <gasps> oh that'd be so good he's down there with microphones back to back <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine brilliant <sighs> the dream a beautiful dream <laughs> okay well if you have any insane sweet body artwork uh, please send it to us yes um, you can tweet us at svh podcast you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com and we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network and you can follow uh, the Headstuff Podcast Network and find out more about all their amazing shows which are expanding by the second Rapidly, yeah. as as I can tell there's just new amazing shows great. all the time and uh, it's so great to be to be part of an Irish podcasting network Yay. that's um, even if we are talking about California <laughs> <laughs> monsters <laughs> so you can follow the uh, the network at HS Pod Network 
and you can follow Headstuff at This Headstuff. Um, so please do uh, subscribe, rate and review us, if, yes. spread the word, uh, the terrifying word. <laughs> and we will be back in uh, in two more weeks yeah. with book number nine. Ooh, book number ten. Or book number ten. Yeah. Oh my God. I just, it's almost too much for me. It's so much. I know. And book number ten. Wrong, Wrong kind of girl. girl. See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.